to Always Open. On today's show, we're going to be talking about what you would do if you were invisible for a day, if you've ever kept a New Year's resolution, and a question about quitting smoking. I'm your host, Barbara Dunkelman, and with me today... I'm Bertie Burns. Bethany Feinstein. And it's me. <laughs> Mariel's your, back. Your friendly neighborhood burden. There you go. Mariel's <laughs> and female Bernie Burns impersonator. The anchor of Team Always Open. It's true. You, she she is the Bernie to my Gus. Yeah. That's actually oh, really? why I wore these glasses today. How come how, what? How come I'm <laughs> Mariel and your gut? That sucks. Because I, I would rather be. You're the host of the show though. Yeah. I'm the host of the Rooster Podcast. Are you? No. There you go. <laughs> I lost that. I lost, somehow Gus took that away from me, like episode six. Because what do you think of the Rooster Podcast? You think about Gus? I think and about, you. I don't. And I think you. about the four of you. Let's fight it out. I think about Gus and Bernie. But like, not in the RT Podcast sense, if you know what I'm saying. What's oh. that? Oh, right? Oh, oh gotcha. We'll Just get, kidding. We'll get to that later. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, let's get drunk, guys. All right, what are we drinking? We're doing our shout out of the week. This is uh, called the Caribou, and it's submitted by Joe G. And it consists of three fourths Malibu and one fourth pineapple. You're not supposed to smell a shot before you take it. Says who? That's death. It, what? That it's kills death. you? Smelling before yeah. a shot? It could be bad. <laughs> Why do you say oh, that? Oh, yes, because if you smell it and you die, it yeah. Kill who the you hell told you that? Some guy who slips something in your drink you probably told know. you that. <laughs> Why is this called Caribou? Um, caribou is like a deer in good. Canada, right? Oh, sweet, it good. is. So what does Malibu rum and pineapple have to do with Canada? Maybe because caribou and Malibu That's what I was have like a similar... Caribbean boo? Is that what that is? Yeah. You go to the Caribbean and get a girlfriend, she could be your Caribbean boo. It's a delicious caribou. shot, by the way. I'm just criticizing <laughs> the name. No, that's great. It was very you. good. That'd be a good drink. It would be. Nice. Yeah, pineapple. It's almost like a one, one ingredient short of a pina colada. Mm, pina colada has what? Well, coconut? Coconut. coconut? Yeah. coconut. Yeah. But that's Malibu, right? Coconut right? I don't fucking know. I'm not yeah, a bartender. <laughs> Texas probably knows. What's in a pina colada? Coconut milk and pineapple, pineapple juice and oh, rum. That's so good. Coconut juice, pineapple, coconut rum. What? Doesn't have to be coconut rum. But. Coconut milk, pineapple juice, and rum. Yep. That's what's in a pina delicious. colada. We'll they're delicious, time. by the yeah, way. Get a frosty really one. Good. Yep. Yeah. When we went down to, Ash and I took a vacation, we went down to Mexico. And uh, I was drinking, you know, whiskey on the rocks, and oh, she yeah. was drinking these things called Mayan princesses. And, oh I, and eventually, I said, "I said, let me try that thing." And I tried it. So she had to order a Mayan princess for me every <laughs> single time. Because you didn't want to order it yourself. I couldn't bring myself to do it. No, it's uh, it's Mexico. It's a different I mean, culture. It's, it's yeah. bad enough. They're very for, super manly. Yeah, exactly. I know That's a lot of guys though. feel like self-conscious ordering fruity, girly drinks, as some people deem them. But when it's given the name Malibu Princess, that makes yeah. it even worse. Yeah, yeah the princess was yeah. tough. Yeah, I mean, otherwise, I'm fine. Like, I'm drinking a Hurricane, which apparently is a shot in a tumbler glass, the way <laughs> the Texas so. I think it's every kind of alcohol in there. Yeah. We wanted to get Bernie fucked up. Yeah. Well, that will do it. You'll only need one. Well, let's start off with a conventional. These are, like, my favorite types of things to start the show off. <laughs> uh, and this one is obviously anonymous. And this person writes, for starters, I'm a feel female in my late 20s. I've been a fan of Rooster Teeth for years. I'm currently in a pretty decent relationship. My confession wow. is a pretty <laughs> decent relationship. Hope he's not watching the show. <laughs> he or she, excuse me. My confession is I've had dreams about multiple members of Rooster Teeth. Oh. They are not always sex dreams, sometimes just friends hanging out. It always seems to be so believable, and then I wake up. I understand this is definitely creepy, and I'm probably not alone. The first dream I had was about John Reisinger. Oh, I, <laughs> I, not I, Bernie? Ben Ryan, also Miles. And mostly, most recently, it was Lawrence. Maybe my mind. I have to admit, I was waiting to hear my name a little bit, Bethany. I was waiting in the list. Are you hoping to hear yours? You should be upset. I'm really upset that my name wasn't on yeah. there. Yeah. 
Okay, you two with having dreams about each other. Fuck I off. have not had a dream about Bethany. Bethany had a sex dream about Mariel. 100%. She was wearing a strap that? on. Go she ahead. Looked, she looked beautiful. <laughs> she looked beautiful in that red bra. Or is it a black it's bra? It's so vivid. It was red. So you said it was red. The strap on was I like white, that you, you have kept that memory. The whole thing was white or just? Just the penis. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right, okay, you got to finish it. Oh, yeah. There's a nice zinger at the end. Uh, maybe my mind is filling in things I feel like I'm lacking in my current relationship and using familiar faces. I understand they are just dreams, and I obviously don't know any of these people personally. I also might have daddy issues. <laughs> what? Daddy issues. Oh, wait, didn't she say she was in her 20s? She said she's in her 20s. Yeah. So I, I mean, can Miles or John Reisinger okay, well, fulfilling any John kind of is a dad. Really oh, he's a dad. I guess that makes oh. sense. Ryan's a dad. But not like that. Doesn't, that doesn't mean daddy issues. You have to be a dad. True. Right? True. I know a lot about this, but okay, yeah, go tell ahead. Us. What, no, you're, you are your... the only dad at this pa- at this table. So. Well, no, I mean, uh, excuse me. <laughs> but I think you're on the right track. Where daddy issues aren't they? You just place someone that could be, be your, your father. father. Yeah, yeah. That they doesn't mean they have role. to be a dad. Yeah. But John is a thir- mid or early thirties. He's like thirty-one. Miles or 30. is like twenty-something. Yeah. So that would be the same age as her. So that doesn't right. make sense. And then who else did he say? Ryan. Lawrence is early. Ryan makes sense Ryan? a little bit. Has a kid. Yeah, but I think Ryan. Portrays a more mature. He's like on a relative scale. He's like a more mature yeah. image. He's more dad. More yeah. dad. But I just want to dive into the daddy issue thing. Like, what <laughs> makes her think that? Just because she's had sex dreams. I mean, what does it mean that I had a sex what? dream no, about Mariel? It was some sex dreams. Some was it? And some yeah. Yeah. Just but it was mostly yeah. not. She friends. said. I've had. Uh, I know I've had a dream about Gus before. I can't remember what it was. Ooh. I mean, Go it ahead. was like a friendly dream. Though. How do you not remember it? Because I, I remember waking up from it and being like, "Oh, I just had a dream about Gus," and I don't remember it now. I remember, you know, uh, I had a dream once about Patrick and he wanted to order Salazar. Yeah, Salazar. He wanted to order like an, an obscene <laughs> amount of pizzas, <laughs> but like he was doing it very in a very complicated way. It was so frustrating. It's such a like, real life scenario. Yeah, it is. And, and we kept on like fighting back and forth because he was like, oh, I want like 200 like one inch size pizza. <laughs> and I was like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, I, I want one 200 inch pizza. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're missing someone on that that list. I've never had a dream about you. I've Why? never dreamt about you. What about me? I don't know. Um, I don't think I've ever dreamt about you. I like don't really dream about real people most of the time. See, that's why it's like it's interesting reading about this girl because I feel like it happens to a lot of people where there's a lot of people involved in their life. I don't think it's creepy at all, by the way. It's not oh, creepy yeah. at all. Especially if you watch a lot of Rishi's content or podcasts and things of that nature where you just see us talking about our normal life. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I want to be friends with this person or... Oh, I've just finished watching a podcast, so obviously. Sure. Or you fall asleep listening to a podcast Which or something. Have like, you ever do. done that before? Yep. Yeah. That's not weird at all. I don't think that's creepy or mm-hmm. weird. Maybe the sex dreams are. I mean, even then, I think though, it you was can't fine. Is your brain. Well, you can't control I your not. I once. I also had a uh, dream about Georgia and Karen, who are uh, these two girls on my this podcast. My favorite murder, murder yeah. And um, I dreamt that they were in my hometown trying to solve a murder, and I was trying to help them. So it was like the best fucking dream. Ever. Why wasn't I with you though? Because I don't dream about you. You should. <laughs> but we sorry. also both love my favorite murder. I know. I'm sorry. Maybe next time I'll will it. I'll will it. Okay. I don't have, I don't have dreams about work or anything like that. I like do. as compared to like previously when I dream about school and those mm. kinds of things. What are your dreams about usually now? I, it's just completely random, like completely random narratives. I did, though, go through a period, and I was confiding in Gavin about this, where I was having a sex dream every night about somebody at the company. Ooh. And I was, it was like for, a, I'm not kidding, like over a week. It was like oh, 10 wow. days, 10 days long. And when I saw the person at the company, I was completely embarrassed every time I, every <laughs> like time I saw him. And it was just like, I, so I don't think it's who creepy. Were, who were they about? Yeah, I'm going to tell that story. Yeah, I don't feel like. I got I, 10 fingers, let's go. That wouldn't, 
I feel like that, what if about? I said that, like I'm in a position in the company where I shouldn't say that about somebody. It's right. one thing to talk about it, like on a kind of an objective basis, but Let's it's turn like, off our mics. They won't hear it. We, yeah. We've It'll all be been there. All hands meeting. I'll be all hands. <laughs> That's all the ten fingers. Hands. That's what, like the first time I ever heard the term all hands meeting. I thought it was like everyone puts their hands in and like. Go like, team. Do, like, Go ahead, I didn't you? know what it meant. Like, and our all hands meeting is just where everyone in the company gets in one room. All together. Which takes a big effort now. Really? Yeah, we have to rent uh, out a theater, I think, for our yeah, next one. Yeah. Lol. But no, I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, a bug just died in your drink. Oh, it's okay. I'll still drink it. So Ash and I went to... Uh, <laughs> a- no, I got it. I got it. All right. Ash and I went to... You like, oh, got him. Uh, impressive. Ash and I went to uh, New Zealand one time with some friends, and we went out to a bar. What did you dream about? It was... <laughs> it was uh, a dark, like pub where they served mead specifically, mm-hmm. which was a very sweet drink. And only once we moved the candle over to this clear jug of mead did we notice that the entire top layer was bugs that had flown into the bottom. Oh, and God. it was so dark we had noticed, but we were well into it at that point in time. Yeah. And then we then inspected our glasses. And did you no, see no, no. Alan Richson's post on Instagram the other day? No. He had put rice into a pot to cook it and looked down and he took a picture of it and there was like tiny little bugs all throughout the rice. Uh, so they'd been in the bag already? Yeah. Ugh, I can't. Any dreams about Alan Richardson? Oh yeah. Yeah, did you really? <laughs> I mean, I, it's, I have a hard time deciphering between dreams about people and reality. dreams and, and well, oh, fantasies. <laughs> fantasies. Yeah. That makes sense, yeah. Because I think about certain people when I masturbate and um, <laughs> I'm not denying or confirming that he was one of them, but all I'm saying. But it just is. happened to come up in the conversation about him, that's all. Yeah, it just happened to be, you know. <laughs> I don't think I think about anybody that I know when I do that. I guess. I well, might. I feel like I don't really know him. Yeah, that's a good point. That is good. Yeah. We, uh, he, we worked with him very briefly. But I, every time you match what you think about somebody, do you think about people at the company ever? Uh, no. No? Muriel, no. do you think of Alan when you. Who? Alan Richardson. Oh, Alan Richardson. So you said Ellen. Like when I was, you masturbate. Yeah. Do you think of Ellen DeGeneres when I you do, masturbate? Actually, every yeah, every woman who likes women does. Well, it always um, reminds me saying that reminds me of someone in the company that asked you to take a photo and have a certain face when you did oh, it, and they were like, we "Just think about, about a boy when you're like ten years old." Oh yeah. And she's like, "I don't know." What uh, that's so like. the story is, well, you know, it's no big deal. No, it's funny. We're, it's we're, funny. They, we're didn't, they didn't know you. Um, one of the girls who works in um, merch, she had just started working here, and she asked me to do a photo shoot for one of our. Um, it's like shirts. a ladies shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay. And I was like, this is so awkward. I don't know how to pose. And she was like, oh, you know, just like the next one, I want you to like flirt with the camera. Like imagine you're back in the seventh grade and you're like Uh-oh. twirling your hair and flirting with a boy. And I was like, classic photographer. <laughs> 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 it was very uncomfortable. But um, no. She bust out the fan in the jam box and go, <laughs> now let's just take some for us. Yeah. <laughs> let's get Here's crazy. A Sit down. Uh, so let's move on to our Ask Us Anything question. This one comes from Keith T. And Keith T wants to know, what would you do if you were invisible for a day? Other than spy on cute girls. No, that's I would and weird. fuck with people. Like I would prank everyone. Really? And make them think that they were crazy or that there was a ghost. You could make a lot of people believe in really ghosts, fun. probably. Can you turn invisible or you're invisible? Like you're mm, I would say you're invisible. Like I couldn't like walk out of a meeting, turn invisible, walk back in. And people are like, where'd you go? I've always wanted to, I've always thought a superpower would be after you're on a conference call with a bunch of people, to be able to hear the next 15 seconds in the room after you hang up after Hell the conference yeah. call. It would always be like, oh, yeah. Sometimes I've done that, that where I don't, <laughs> yeah. but haven't you ever done that? I don't hang up. Yeah? Is I that, just wait. Good and idea. I slow, you like, I quietly hang up. Yeah. 
One time okay. we dialed into a conference and I guess like it was an old number or like a number that mm-hmm. they used for a different one and we called into someone else's conference happens call. Happens all yeah. the time. Yeah. And we were just like, should we say anything? <laughs> or should no. we just listen to this? <laughs> there are lots wrong? of secrets. You could. I would just get, try to get access to something I normally wouldn't have access to to find out. Like, I just go to the White House. Like, or mm-hmm. I guess now I wouldn't go to the White House. I'd go to Trump Plaza in New York <laughs> and go there and just and just and just see. Like, I just want to know. Like, is is what I suspect is it true? You know. I feel like I would get really depressed after a day of being invisible because I would go into places where I, people don't know I'm there, and I'd probably hear a lot about people talking about me. Yeah. I just go places. Where so, do you think that happens? Are. That's what I'm saying I with the do. conference call when you come back into the meeting when you yeah. walk back in the room. I absolutely think it does. I think it's in people's nature to talk about other people, good or bad. And I, I'm sure people talk about me all the time. Yeah. Because I'm so popular. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just very guys, self-conscious. I would, I would steal a lot of money, I think. I thought about that, too, going into a bank. I would just like. Yeah, this I, is like floating money walking around. That's fine. But imagine them yeah. saying that to someone. No one would believe them. Yeah. I saw I would, floating money leave the bank. I well, would rob multiple banks for reasonable amounts of money. What if it's the stipulation that anything that touches you also becomes invisible? Oh. So if you steal money, yeah. it's just gone. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking I'd that, money. That, I but then it comes back. Trust me, this is, I'm paying for this with a lot of money. Yeah. Here go. <laughs> Does it not come back? If you come back, you're visible again? Yeah, oh, that's what I would yeah. think. Girl, who could say? I mean, who that's knows? True. Well, in my world, it does. There you go, exactly. You can make it whatever you want. And then I become a multi-billionaire from robbing... 3,000 banks. <laughs> so you would get depressed, but what would you do? I mean, what would you do with it? That, it's like, the thing is, is that I've heard people talking about me before in my life. And it's always been like, I, do I confront this person yeah. or do I just, like, be sad? Right. And you never I think know it depends what on what it is, too, when you've overheard it or there was actually you've seen something. a time where I thought I heard Mariel talking about This is before oh, yeah. we were friends. Oh, wait, we're t- I was talking no, about No, she you. was. And I, I know all about it's this. It's because I, I used to sit in the office over here, and I had, like, asked you about being in something, and you're like, oh, let me check on that. And then I thought I heard you talking about me in a bad way, and I was like, okay, I could either, <laughs> I could either like, brush this off and just be upset, or I could be like, yeah, hey, what are you talking about me? Yeah. Like, well, what's up? And then you're just like, yeah, but, like, I've said this, this, and this, and I was like, it was, it was, I, I'll tell you exactly what it was. It was the free play, um, it was like the Rocky, Rocky Horror, Horror Picture okay, Show. Okay, right, right, And I had been telling Meg, I was like, oh yeah, we need to have Barbara in this. What can we do? And then you had messaged me and you were like, hey, like, I heard, you know, you say my name, you know, I just want to like clear the air or something. And I was like, oh, I just want you to be in this thing. Like, yeah. And if I had never asked you, I would have I think if more like, people oh, yeah. clear the air. Yeah. That would be helpful. I think we you have know, a culture of that, though, don't we? Yeah. We do. People just talk shit to each other. Well, yeah. I've worked a lot of places where it's like nobody says anything. There's no venting to, each other. to one another. And so it's like all that stuff happens behind closed doors. Yeah. yeah. Which I hate when someone's not in the room. Yeah. But it is hard to know what that line is of like honesty and being honest with a friend or someone that, you know, like if there's someone you don't have to interact with that often or that you don't care about on a personal level, mm-hmm. like is it... Does it make sense to be honest and direct to their face? Like, or, you know or what I mean? Talk like, about them. There was like a, if it's not going to solve anything. Right. I forget I what that. it was, but there was some hack that got all these emails, and they got released by WikiLeaks. Yeah. And one of the email chains was them ripping apart this guy that they were doing oh. business with, and I forget what it was. And, of course, people were combing through all these emails. They found this particular email chain where they were oh. just tearing this guy up, and he was, like, some big executive. Like, what a pain in the ass to work mm-hmm. with him. He's incompetent and all this other stuff. I'm, Damn. I'm kind of paraphrasing from memory here. But his response to it was amazing. He's like, what a fucking bunch of jackasses at WikiLeaks 
releasing this thing. This is a private conversation between two people. And yeah. it's like, he was in some position of authority over them. It's like, people need to be able to vent about their boss and right. be able to do that in private. Right. He totally took the high road on it. It was amazing. Yeah. Like he wasn't, he would, didn't respond to anything they said. He goes, yeah, it's totally normal that people would bitch yeah. about someone that they work with. Guy except, Bernie's except, an asshole. My oh, dude. <laughs> I, I assume that happens on a regular basis. I do. There's also a lot of people that I know who talk shit about other people when I'm hanging out with them. Yeah, that's hard. And you just know this person probably talks shit about everyone. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Including me. Yeah. yeah, that's absolutely true. When everyone talks room. shit about everyone, I think. That's I, the title. It's of hard show. to find that line of like venting to friends. Yeah. And like, but not all of your friends have to like the same person. Like, we're like, for instance, the three of us are friends, not because we all like you or you or <laughs> That's you. That's actually the only thing we but have. But because we, we, we all, all like know them. we I like you. I just got cut out of the friend group, apparently. <laughs> your friends. I just did a quick. <laughs> but quick it's more like, it's like the three of us are friends because we know we all like each other. But that doesn't mean we all like the same other people. Right. You know, or have the same connections. So. Well, that's a, that's, we deal with that in general at Rooster Teeth. When I was oh, CEO, yeah. one of the last things I did is I sit down with everybody at the company. I was both before either of you started working here. And I was before like, Before life had meaning. Where'd you that's, come from? Where's your job before this? DC? I worked in Washington. That's how I determine yeah. my time at the company is uh, pre Bethany and post Bethany. That's how we measure the company <laughs> yeah. in general. But uh, I sat down with everybody at the company. It's probably 50 people at the mm -hmm. time. And I was just talking through about people's experiences. And then what was the biggest issue they identified? I'm seriously, out of all the questions I asked, the biggest problem at Rooster Teeth uh, had the highest uh, agreement of response. Like 80% of the people said, basically, it was all related to inclusion issues, of being included oh. in stuff, and that FOMO feeling and being left out yeah. of everything else. Because I assume it's gotten worse because there's so many people now. I know we've I, tried yeah. to make Although, the, the thing, we've tried to make the effort, at least on our side, of like we've been trying to have like ladies' happy hours. And obviously, we can't send out like a, an... Everyone, Everyone at Rooster Teeth kind of thing. But like my favorite is Patrick Matthews finding out about this. Because oh, now like, that Patrick like, is in my department and I have like my girls have always been invited to everything and then he's like, but I and I'm like, I asked other people like, does Patrick count as a girl? And they're like, No. No. <laughs> so we decided that next time we have one, we just decided, I don't know if you guys overheard beforehand, that he's gonna dress up as a woman and crash our ladies happy hour and just be like, hey guys. <laughs> Although, my favorite part is when we were out, we were actually out, <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Um, and we saw uh, Tim, Tim G. Oh, yeah. Tim He's a, one of the people who works here. And oh, I think I mean Tim Gettys. No. No. About, we yeah. saw, and uh, what do you call it? Like the cover yeah, meeting. He was like, oh, oh, meeting? He's like whoa, dude. Like, you guys having like some witch meeting? Because <laughs> like Ashley, cause Ashley was there. Yeah. Anna well, because he, he walked in. Yeah. were there. He walked in and he probably saw like Bethany and like two people that he recognized. And he was like. He like kind of took a step back and was like, "Oh shit!" It's we have like a good 15, a bunch 16, of women, 17 a of, women there. A lot of estrogen in there. And then it's we nice. saw him later, and I think he was like, "Where are you guys going?" We're like, "To have another drink," like trying to brush <laughs> him off. And then he called it the coven, and yeah. like we are changing our little group text thing to, call to the, the coven. The coven. Dude, it is so weird how frequently I run into people from Rooster Teeth in Austin. Yeah. And the weirdest one I've got is there's a guy who works for us. His name is Evan. He works in programming. I run into him everywhere really so i ran into him in a cafe in los angeles <laughs> we both live in austin i ran into him and his wife in los angeles then this last weekend i was in new york for the youtube creator summit and ran into him in new york and i'm like how is this possible Stop that i just you. run yeah. into you wherever the fuck you, you guys are, are meant yeah. to be I yeah. guess so especially yeah. with you guys if you see a fan somewhere let's say we're like it happened with me and gus in sydney you know obviously a bunch when we traveled together and someone would see him and be like, oh my God, like, it's so great to see you. And it's like at the weirdest moment of like crossing the street, but yeah. turning the corner. And I love thinking about 
what happened in their day to lead them to that moment where they saw someone that they loved. Yeah. Like my mind can just take off because if they miss their train, they're having a bad day, they took the second one, they're like, I'm getting home late or this happened, but they turn that corner and see Gus. I mean, I wouldn't get excited. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I love thinking about like what it took to get them to that moment to yeah. meet the person they want to meet. Have you ever experienced a negative side of that? Yes, like but I can't think of an example. It just happened to somebody we know. I think it's okay to talk about because he said it publicly. So Michael Jones got a car accident. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. And I said, listen, one of the things that's going to happen is that you're going to second guess everything you did that day that yeah. led you to be yeah. at yeah. that point in yeah. time. It's a weird thing that happens with car accidents. Yeah. And sure enough, he was doing that. He was thinking, man, we should have gone left yeah. instead oh, yeah. of going right. Or left five minutes earlier. Or yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or he told Lindsay, oh, I see traffic on yeah. Google Maps, so let's go around it. Yeah. And then they ended up in a place where they got hit by the yeah. car. Luckily, yeah. they were, they're okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. that was, that was was on one of the days on Laser Team. And as soon as everyone heard it, uh, you know, it was literally, literally the only day anyone's ever been late to yeah. the yeah. set. I, I think about that too sometimes in a way where I see people walking down the street and I think I will never know what this, like this person experiences stuff that everyone I know experiences. Love, issues with work, you know, friendships and breakups and all this stuff. And I like that person I will never meet and yeah. I'll probably never see again. Or just the people you randomly meet in life. It's like, mm -hmm. how did you end up in the same city at the same time? And everything yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. People probably cross our lives more than we know. You know what's really mm -hmm. changed my perspective on that? is making my car look unique because I didn't realize previously how close I was to meeting a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now it's when I park the car somewhere, people tweet pictures of the car to me. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I didn't realize how close I was to seeing people I knew all the time. Yeah, they probably yeah. didn't yeah. realize they were that close to you. Close to I you. was yeah. eating yeah. my kid, one of my youngest kid had his birthday, so he wanted to go to Cheesecake Factory. Oh my God, oh, oh my God this sounds like Bruce. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Bruce is like the equivalent of a 12-year-old boy. Oh, the Let's Play Live yeah. tour. Every yeah. city we went to, he's like, is there a Cheesecake Factory? Like, we have never eaten there once. What is wrong with you? <laughs> so you'll appreciate this then. So I'm sitting there with my two kids, and we're having birthday dinner at Cheesecake Factory. As you do. As one does. And all of a sudden, there's three people at our table and going, they're like, Bernie, Bernie, Bernie. And I'm like, yeah, hey, what's up? And they were like, oh, big fans, all this stuff. And I said, oh, great. So stood up, took some pictures and everything. And then they told me, yeah, we were just in this, uh, it's like an outdoor shopping mall. We were in the mall parking lot. We saw your car. So we knew that you were in one of these buildings. So oh we started gosh. looking for you. And I was like, and you looked for me at Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> I was. I was very insulted. I would be insulted too. Yeah, that they chose to look go. for me in Cheesecake Factory, even though I was in Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> I was very insulted by that. Were there like some fancy restaurants or clothing stores or something you think they went into first? Maybe that was their last stop. We were right next to a GameStop, so maybe they went to GameStop <laughs> first. I, if I saw your car, I would have seen you were in a GameStop. Yeah, I wouldn't have seen Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, right next to now I will. Similar thing happened to me when I was in Chicago. I tweeted about you know my whole Hamilton debacle and like oh, oh, yeah, that was really the fucking dumb worst you. day of my life. You being an yeah. idiot. Mm -hmm. well, uh, no, what happened? I don't know about this. Um, so I basically <laughs> it, I, it's hard to imagine because no one does this. <laughs> I love you having to explain <laughs> to people every it's time. It's the worst. Um, okay, so I bought Hamilton tickets after the election because I was like, money doesn't matter. We're all gonna die anyway. Good call. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's good. So I bought tickets to Hamilton in Chicago and in New York. Live theater will be illegal in a couple of years. Yeah. 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 Um, Hamilton will probably be banned soon. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so I planned my whole trip with my girlfriend around going to see Hamilton in Chicago on April 9th. And um, 
so we go there. We're like visiting friends, did a whole dinner, do, like we did a bunch of tours, and our, our tickets were for Sunday. So we go and we were gonna. We had breakfast and we went back to our Airbnb and we we're gonna go to the Sky Deck and we were gonna go to the show because it was at two p.m. And she, my girlfriend's like, "Hey, like, why don't you check the tickets and make sure um, we have the right time in case we need to get there a little bit earlier or whatever?" And I was like, "Okay." So I, I like pull it up on my phone and I was like, "Holy shit!" And she's like, "What?" And I was like, "It says April thirtieth. That's not right. Our tickets are for today." So then I go back and I'm like, wait, let's go back upstairs. Like, let me get my laptop. So sure enough, April 30th, all the time has never changed. I just like pulled a date out of my ass. Totally done that before. <laughs> um, so what I think happened was my I bought the tickets on 11-9 for what I thought was 4-9. It was actually 4-30. And then uh, the tickets in August were like 8-4. So I've said that I think I Pull. got all of those numbers and like shoved them in a box and then just pulled them out randomly and was like, I'm going to go to Chicago on these days. So anyway, mm. luckily we ended up, um, I was able to sell the tickets and we just bought some for that day anyway. And I went and as we were leaving, we were walking down the street and I saw someone wearing a um, people like grapes shirt. Mm -hmm. Oh. And we were walking past and I, I was going to point it out to my girlfriend after we we walked by and be like, oh, like she's wearing a, you know, people like grapes shirt. And then we kept walking, and then all of a sudden she comes up to me, and she's like, hey, like, you know, are you Mariel? I, I was watching, uh, I saw your tweet, and I saw your whole, like, Hamilton debacle, and I was just, like, hanging around and seeing if you would be here. So, oh, right. she just waited at the mm. theater. Yeah. Or she was, but it was, like, the, kind of the same thing where you were talking about, like, if we could have taken a completely different turn, like, yeah. we just happened to yeah. hit yeah. right at that moment. Because we, we could have gone any other street and, like, never saw yeah. each other. That's crazy how I like thinking about that. Yeah. Me too. Serendipity, man. No, I had that. We ran into somebody at a restaurant, yeah. and they kept telling me. They're like, this is weird. This is so weird. I go, not that weird. <laughs> it's like, no, it's just so weird that you would be here. I go, not at all. I'm here all the time. I like this yeah. restaurant. Now you have to tell us what Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake Factory is Bernie's favorite. Thank you, yeah. Texas. Uh, uh, all the time. Every meal, isn't every meal like 4,000 calories <laughs> at the Cheesecake Dude, Factory? They actually put the calories on the menu. Thank you. You can't that. find anything that's under 800 calories. That's not. Uh, it's crazy. Even like a salad? There's the yeah, the salads are 800 calories. The dressing, yeah, and all that shit. That's why you always get the dressing on the side. Oh, and not because of that, but like it's always like too runny and too much. Yeah, I feel like such a but I'm weird. Chris when I ask for this dressing on the side. I'm oh, really? I don't. Yeah, I'm I, like, you probably think that I'm dressing such a girl. on the side. Are you guys too young to have watched When Harry Met Sally? No. I've, I've seen that. One of my favorite romantic comedies. She's too young. I'm yeah. too young. Yeah, yeah it's I mean, great. It's still, I think it holds up though. I think it's great. It does. I think I have a copy. Innocent Tale of Love. I'll lend it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Tonight. Oh, we could watch it tonight. It's a star-crossed oh. lovers kind of thing okay. where they can't, like, will they or won't they, they can't get together kind of a thing. And it just lasts for a really long time. I love movies that cross a major section of people's Do you lives. like, uh, I feel like a big one for that is You've Got Mail. It's yeah. It's a whole thing about crossing paths. <laughs> what? I love that movie. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, what's wrong? <laughs> you brought this up the last time. You Did said I? something about You've Got Mail. And I was like, I that's really not like how that it movie. happens in the end. I really like that movie. That and Sleepless in Seattle. The, the, all really of those three movies, they all, like, they're all the same. They're movies. all the same. But, but, you cried in the Bachelor finale. I did. Oh, that's sweet. Did you really? I, I cried at the drop of a hat. What? Me and Meryl. What? That's oh, my thing. That's her. <laughs> She's like, I'm the crying thing. Well, that's me. Stuff like TV shows and movies and all that stuff make me cry so easily. Commercials, things of oh, that yeah. nature. Real life situations, not as much. I don't know why. Hmm. Something about the music that's involved in them, too. <laughs> you know Something what? if a guy dumped you and was like, then played a little tune. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> like Bittersweet Symphony. <laughs> You'd start bawling. Dun, 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 dun. Yep. It's like the opposite of that scene in Say Anything where he's holding oh, the yeah. jam box over his head. Yeah. Like, he's holding I'm the jam box. He's like, you. it's not you, it's me. What was the last I found thing you... someone else. <laughs> what was the last thing you cried in that you've watched? 
Uh, I don't remember. Probably The Bachelor, I guess. That was pretty recent. It was like a month or two a month ago. ago. I can't remember. God. I also like, sometimes ago, if I'm really? listening to music and it brings up like personal <laughs> states oh, I'm going through, totally. it makes me cry. Yeah, we talk yeah. about this a lot. Music makes me cry all the time. Yeah, music, music's got an emotional me impact. Me too. Yeah. I think that's probably why I cry a lot of Or someone just saying, are you okay? And I'm like, <laughs> Someone just opening their mouth or looking yeah. at you in the face. You know what doesn't make me cry? Good bed sheets. Ooh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to spend a fortune to get the rest your body needs. Great sleep starts with the right sheets, and they're more affordable than you think with bowl and branch. What makes these sheets unique is that each one is crafted with 100% co- organic cotton. That means not only do they feel incredible, but also look beautiful. You're getting twice the comfort and style at half the price. You'll love these sheets. Try them for 30 nights and see for yourself. If you don't love them, return them for a full refund. Anyone who sleeps on Bowen Branch sheets loves them, and that's why they have thousands of five-star reviews. The New York Times, Forbes, and the Wall Street Journal rave about them, and even three U.S. presidents have Bowen Branch sheets. Did you know that, Brian? I didn't know that. Three. That's a lot of presidents. That's fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> Go to bowlandbranch.com today and you'll get $50 off your first set of sheets plus free shipping when you use the promo code always open. That's $50 off plus free shipping right now uh, at bowlandbranch.com, spelled B O L L and branch.com, promo code always open. bowlandbranch.com, promo code always open. Thank you, Bowlandbranch. Branch. Yeah, I feel like you always need new sheets. I just want cool I want sheets. new sheets. I want cool sheets. These cool. Cool sheets. Like, that's what I want too. Like, yeah. cold? like, I am not good in any extreme of weather. So, like, too cold or too hot? Yeah, I can't. You'd be good in like San Diego Seattle. is nice. San Diego is so yeah. San Diego. San Diego or like Seattle. Yeah. Seattle gets a little chilly, I guess. It's rainy though, right? It yeah. rains all the time. Seattle, no. I wouldn't want to live there. Um, you would do terribly in Canada. LA has beautiful weather. But that's, no, why like, I, that's why I think I run so cold. It's because I've had 22 years of being freezing. <laughs> but see, she you would think Texas? that that would work, but no. She was wearing a hoodie indoors three months after moving to Texas. It's because yeah. the crank, the AC. Even so you're from Canada. Like... You were hip deep in snow. Yeah. All, all the time. Even now, though, <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be middle of the summer, and you're walking around with, like, a parka and a beanie and jeans. I'm just That's, like, how do you do that? How do you listen. do that? Yeah, you have some issues. Let's talk about them. Oh, look at this. Barbara's Let's move on to our next Barbara, question. we wanted to be honest with you about, like, talking. So we're going to talk about you in front of your face. Yeah, be Remember open we with us. About this? this is always open. Be open. Our next what question is, have you ever... Fuck you guys. <laughs> Ever fucked you guys? This one. <laughs> we wish. We wish all Never. the time. Yeah, Barbara. We're... Bethany does. She's yeah. going to have a dream about us tonight. So this one is uh, submitted by John L. And John L. asks, have you ever kept a New Year's resolution? Bernie? No. Do you make That's resolutions? That's a simple answer. I have in the past, you know, we try to make changes. I also was raised Catholic, so there's like two opportunities for that. There's New Year's resolutions, and then there's when you give up for Lent, Lent. as well. So, um, is that the ash? Ash thing that's when it starts. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> all the way through Easter. I've only ever seen. It's just like the ash thing. Well, that's, you ash. Know, that's what Mardi Gras is. It's Dad the big ash. party before you go into <laughs> this period of yeah. like oh. yeah. Hot Tuesday, Ash Wednesday. Is that like uh, Shrove Tuesday as well? Is that the same time? I, I think all that stuff. Like I start that kind of stuff all the time. I, I have an app on my phone that I love. It's called Streaks. And I love streaks because I, I, I read an article with Jerry Seinfeld, and he recommended it uh, for writing exercises. So you basically, it's basically just a calendar. And when you do whatever you want to do, like if you want to go running, you want to work out, you want to write or whatever, you just pull it up the calendar and punch the date, and it mm. puts a little X on it. 
And then you get the streak going of, oh, for, I've written for 10 days in a row. Mm-hmm. And then you don't want to break that streak the longer it gets. Yeah. You know? That's cool. The that problem is when awesome. you do it, then it's hard to get it back going again. That's like a whole Snapchat mentality. You know, you have your streaks. I've never had a streak with anybody. Really? Yeah. I think that's weird that they do that. Yeah. I don't weird. do that. Listen, I have a streak. It is weird, but oh, I get I, I get very upset when my streak it. breaks with my friends. So that's how many days we a are. streak is how many times you've or like how many days in a row day. you've um, Snapchatted. Interesting. With so we've broken it before because you have to do it every twenty four hours. Yeah. Oh, so like gotcha. we try to snap a photo every morning, but like if we forget to snap that night or that it's a weekend, we've lost it before. We're at one hundred and fifty five. Jesus Wow, Christ. that's like consecutive we're trying days. to get to three hundred and sixty five, yeah. and then I'm like, then we'll give it up. Yeah. Then we're done. <laughs> that's it. But he'll text me sometimes, or I'll text him, and he's like, "The streak, be the streak." Because yeah, it, it has you a little. It gives you a little. It gives timer. you a time. Like a. Do you ever streak in your streak? You know, maybe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. She just sets up her camera. It's on Snapchat. It's fine. It. Yeah, it's fine. That's yeah. what's yeah. yeah, but then you, you screenshot that shit and then it's saved forever. Of Did course. You, you can see though if he screenshots it, right? Oh yeah, he does. But but I, I'm, I'm safer that? about that. He he he's not so much. You mean you save his photos? Well, yeah. She's got to have material for later that night. I just, distance, wonder, I just know? wonder what you know? a fucking Bruce Green Snapchat looks like. It's pretty hot, Bernie. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> he's at the seems Cheesecake like, Factory. Yeah. It's going crazy. It he's just got seems a like that film of Bigfoot where he's, he's walking through his the hairy woods chest. and he's like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I imagine with Bruce. This is Bruce looking over his shoulder quizzically. <laughs> I feel like New Year's resolutions to me are such a weird form, like a, a weird example of how odd humans are mm-hmm. and the way we are so cyclical in a mm-hmm. sense where you feel like oh it's january 1st yeah starting make over a change or people are like oh yeah i'm gonna start my diet on monday i have that every night of my life yeah, yeah. or the first yeah. of the month or whatever anything yeah. it's the way i don't know why it's the way our brains are mm-hmm. wired tomorrow but... i'm gonna be super organized i'm gonna, I'm gonna wake up at very 7. disciplined yeah, yeah tomorrow literally i'll think that at 7 p.m i'm fucking <laughs> off right now but tomorrow i'm gonna be fucking i think amazing. every single night of my fucking life i'm like i'm gonna wake up tomorrow at 6 30 i'm gonna go to the gym i'm gonna feel great yeah. Six thirty goes. I'm a, nah. Tomorrow I'm gonna be off. Awesome. I'll do start it, it again. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Every <laughs> time. tomorrow never comes. Yeah. You got. You have to start it somehow. Yeah. yeah. So my like every time I have a New Year's resolution, it's always just like do more and better. So it's yeah. never like oh I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna set this goal and try to achieve it. Like read every day or do this or whatever it is. It's always like just do this but more. Like so, you know, how do you gauge your success? At the end of the year. Okay. Like, really? At the end of the year? Yeah. Do you, what but do you do? take little like periods of time where you check back in and you're like, did I do enough in the last three months? I think every months? year I just make a, like, a bigger effort to say yes to more stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I get that. Start, like, take opportunity to do that. Yeah. I get that. Because when I, I mean, I used to be really shy when I was younger and I would never do anything. I would never want to be in films or like do shows like this. And now I'm just like, no, like I'll fucking do um, it. I actually mm-hmm. am very bad at New Year's resolutions, but this Do you make year, them? I, I do make them. So there's a lot of like weird Mexican traditions that people do um, for New Year's. So one of them is like you wear yellow underwear for money um, mm-hmm. on New Year's Eve. Um, you wear red. How do people know you show them your underwear? They give you money? No, 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 no. It's like more it's like, for a like, good, good luck. Like, like a I good see. luck type. Got it. Okay. Uh, red underwear for love if you're in need of love or oh. money. Um, if you have yellow and red underwear. Then you're set. You're a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's another thing where you you grab a broom and you sweep out the bad spirits. Yeah. Um, you grab 
suitcases and suitcases and go out the door. Yeah, go out the door and right. run around your neighborhood. What is that? And then you're throwing travel, a, throwing change as well as the throwing uh, money. I think they're throwing change. Um, we eat grapes instead of like I know people yeah. eat black-eyed peas. We eat twelve grapes. Um, Could you do and stuff? all those? You, yeah, things? I've done it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, actually this year I kind of like made a point to instead of doing like, all right, I'm going to have this big resolution. Or I was like, I'm going to take each month and try and do something each month, um, something different. So like, for example, April, um, I was trying to do more photography and stuff. So like I oh, took cool. my camera to Chicago with me. May is more of like trying to work out more and be healthier and whatnot, um, which is nice. That's cool to have like month goals. Uh, I just I don't even know. It's I think water. it's just like Sprite and something. Uh, Sprite and vodka. Mm. You know, fancy. Too crazy. We're a little more fancy. But you know, just like little more manageable goals. Uh, That's a good way to I think go people get it. super people overwhelmed themselves when you yeah, mm-hmm. when you when you're That's like, Oh, I have to do this one thing and I have to do it yeah. all year long and it's like two weeks in, you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's easier when you have like an end in sight. It is always funny to see how busy gyms get the first week oh, of yeah. January. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, like, you're right. Damn. Like, I don't even bother going to the gym that week because I'm like, it's just going to be yeah. full of people who are like, all right, this is the year. Yeah. And then, like, within two weeks, three weeks, they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're good. Yeah. What about you, B? I mean, kind of probably the same stuff. Like, Bruce and I did the no drinking for the month of January. I know that's not a full year, but like, Ooh, to me, that was part of our... I was miserable, wasn't I? Were you? Were you a nightmare? I didn't have my champagne, right? I Listen, I get it. You and Ashley are champagne drinkers. I'm like, so I would say this. We didn't do the full month. We did 30 days because on the 30th was when we flew to Sydney. So as soon as we got to fucking LAX, I was like, woo! Were you at a New Year's party? Those aren't dicks. Okay, okay. What happened to us? Were you at the New Year's party that we had? We were in L.A., remember? Damn, can you imagine we if she was there? Oh. That was, that was I mean, that a was... champagne bottle well, graveyard. That's what I mean. That would have been fine. I couldn't imagine if yeah, you were yeah. there. the night before. Yeah. yeah. And we spent it with the Kovics in L.A. We would have doubled the champagne. I think because Bruce and I had already known that this was coming, I really didn't want to drink that much that night. I just kind of was like, even the champagne that Jess and I, Adam's wife, had while we were out, I was like, hmm. I don't really need to finish it. Like, I was just kind of ready to be done. Didn't want to, like, load but up. But <laughs> it was a, probably about a week where I was like, fuck. I wish I didn't tell everyone I was doing this. But I, that's why I tell people so that I can be held yeah, accountable. Yeah. Um, I have done one full year with no soft drink soda or whatever. Nice. And that was nice. Um, and then kind of what you've done. I've done in the past where I was like, take each month to do something. Or even what you've said in the general sense. I'm going to be more like this. Like, this year it was kind of like, I've told you guys, like, I want to be more positive and open-minded mm-hmm. about new things, new people, new everything. And be more accepting and you know just i don't know just be no. a little softer so yeah i think that's a good way to go about it too yeah a little softer yeah but i moisturize to, more yeah you know I'm getting older <laughs> as you call me grandma beth i think yeah. everyone's resolution <laughs> oh, really? should just be she does it's fucking rude beth. just be better people what am i, I think is what everyone's rude. i know burning. are you gonna say that in front of bernie <laughs> no, that no. i'm grandma beth not mr burns no no there you go mr burns mr yeah. burns <laughs> fucking simpsons character we know your brain does protect you from big changes. Um, I read an article about how everyone who's on The Biggest Loser, uh, mm-hmm. it's a show in America where they lose as much weight as they can. Quickly, very the quickly. The body will fight to get back to that mm-hmm. weight. It fights. That people who lose an enormous amount of weight, they have to eat so much fewer calories yeah. to maintain that weight because the body wants to put that weight back on. I've heard horror stories about that. Yeah. Biggest, biggest Loser, of them just like literally starving them, mm-hmm. eating, 800 calories a day. And they're eating a muscle and everything like that yeah, as well. Yeah, just terrible for you. And then the, the, there was experiments too where um, even on a perception basis, your, your brain will protect you from big changes where uh, they would have someone go up to a counter at an information counter and they would ask for, you know, where's this? And the person says, uh, that's, uh, and they drop something. They, they 
get down below the counter, bend down to pick something up, and somebody totally different would stand back up and answer their question. Oh, yeah. And nobody reacts at all. No one They're like, okay, it. thank you very much, and they go off to their thing. That I've if there's that. huge changes, oh your brain protects you from those. And I think the same thing happens with resolutions. If you try to do something that's too massive. Too crazy. Yeah, your brain will just be like, you don't need to do that. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You can you, yeah. You go back to the way you were. But if yeah. you make small changes on a regular basis and you have discipline to it, I think that's the way to get stuff. I agree. Like small things like cutting out soda or like doing things like that to mm -hmm. improve yourself. People try to go cold turkey on so sure. many things. Yeah. I'm just not making it's a big change. Champagne. It's a big change. Yeah. Well, if, if you need a change in your career, try Lyft. That's perfect. <laughs> that's perfect. I nailed it. When you drive for the right ride-sharing app, every trip can feel like a walk in the park. With Lyft, you can pick your own hours and work when you want. Lyft can make driving the best job in the world. Only Lyft offers in-app tipping. When you drive with Lyft, you keep 100% of the tips as well. Drivers have been paid over $150 million in tips since the feature was introduced. Express Pay lets drivers get paid almost instantly instead of waiting for weeks. Lyft has even taken the guesswork out of pickups. The new AMP devices uses color coding to help passengers find their drivers. You could earn hundreds of dollars a week plus tips. Want to make more money? Drive more. It's never been easier to give yourself a raise. It's a simple formula. Happy drivers mean happy passengers. Maybe that's why nine out of 10 Lyft ride, rides get a perfect five-star rating. So join the ride-sharing company that believes in treating its people better. Go to lyft.com slash alwaysopen today and you could get a $500 new driver bonus. That's lyft.com slash alwaysopen, lyft.com slash alwaysopen, limited time only, terms apply. Thanks, Lyft. All right, well, speaking of New Year's resolutions, a lot of people want to quit smoking or quit some type of addiction that they have, which is uh, our question of the week comes from a person named BG. They just gave their initials. Blaine like Joe G. BG. So they wrote, I want to tell my mom that I smoke but I am not too confident to do so as I'm concerned about the aftermath. I'm worried that she will never listen to me again and that she will stop me from seeing my grandparents who also smoke as I got it from them, but I feel like it shouldn't be their fault. I want to tell my parents, but I feel like I couldn't handle the burden of it all. What am I supposed to say and how am I supposed to do it? Quit smoking. They say how old they were? I, I, I think they're 17 is what they said in the email. Oh, they're like okay. a teenager. I, so the, the question is, how do I tell them I am smoking? I think it's like, how do I handle this? Or how am I supposed to do it? What am I supposed to you say? You just got to rip the Band-Aid off and tell them. Yeah. Yeah. Tell them and just stop smoking. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, we recommend stopping smoking because it's not good for you. Yeah. It could lead to a lot of health problems. But yeah. if you're doing it, I think being honest with your parents, especially, it seems like they have a pretty good relationship. Sure. Just yeah. being honest with each other. They might be disappointed with you for a while and maybe not want to talk to you but your parents love you hopefully and it's also not that bad i mean it's smoking right like it's bad but it's not like mom i killed someone or, or like i'm doing meth yeah listen even if you killed somebody i mean as a parent i would hope my kids could always come and talk to me yeah. because i don't think there's anybody in this world that wants to help you as much as your parents and i realize so not everyone's their situation isn't the same for everybody in the world, but I mean, I would hope that my kids yep. would come and talk to me if they have a problem. That's what my parents always said too, and there was yeah, always that trust, and it was like, oh, I have to tell them something, and we, I've gone through some shit, and I told them every single time. Yeah. There's no one who's more understanding and more um, willing to take any fault you have mm -hmm. and just accept it, because and they're your parents, I mean. You are gonna go through stuff in your life that is way worse Way worse than, than smoking. smoking. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna go through stuff that's worse than that. Like when you go into porn. <laughs> like you did, uh, Barbara, when you Like I did when I was 16. 
just kidding. <laughs> 17. <laughs> um, Canada is legal. My parents were very accepting. They're good parents. Yeah. We're not being They're helpful. I, feel, I think my parents' like, hearts oh. would break if I ever did porn. It was Dunkle Mania does not deserve that. Yeah, right. they don't do that. They are too good of people. They're too good. Yeah. They are. I'm, I, uh, I'm I try shit. and think of the things that like would break my parents' heart, and that's what keeps me from doing anything that's terrible. Really? Cause, well, because it's like I, I think about my parents a lot, and like I tr- I never want to disappoint them, and I've already feel like I've disappointed them in certain ways. Like, Why? Yeah, you talked um, about it. Like when I first came out to them, that was like a huge thing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I had a tattoo, and my fr- mom first found out, found out, she was like, "Oh my god, it's the end of the world." So now I'm like, "All right." Tattooed gay, nothing else, I promise. Like, yeah. I will be an upstanding citizen and I don't want anything else to, like, come out and you be, like, upset about it. So what if you, in your situation, what if you somehow got into smoking? Uh, they'd be super disappointed. Yeah. Um, and they would... What my, would they say? My mom would be like, stop now immediately. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, my, I think that's going to be the reaction when any kid tells their parents yeah. that. Yeah, and no my, parent wants that. My mom also has a family of smokers. Like, her sisters, both of her older sisters have smoked. Um, her dad smoked until he died, basically, and she hated it. And so I think it would just be like, you know how this affected them, you know how negative it was for them, you know how bad it was, like, why would you still, like, voluntarily do this? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and it's just not something that could ever be well, I just, just want to say, though, too, it's like, if you want to smoke, go ahead and smoke. Yeah. Honestly, I, that's how I feel. It's like, we're all sitting here drinking, you know, and yeah. we have so many shows at Rishi's where people drink. This is a horrible habit to do this. I mean, it's really bad. It's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. It's bad for you. <laughs> it's habit-forming. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, it's like I, it's hard for me to say, you know, I mean, I don't want to, I kind of want to present a contrary opinion yeah. here. Is that, you know, I just recently did a vlog where I went to my friend's business where she started a cannabis business in Northern mm-hmm. California where it's legal, and it was amazing the amount of people who were just like, this is totally inappropriate for this channel. And everything. I think, like, oh. like, you know, there's probably ten videos in the last year where people were literally drunk on camera. Belligerently. It, it was the it was right. the purpose of the video. Yeah. You know, and it's uh, so it's it's hard for me to say. It's like I, I grew up in the '80s, so everyone smoked everywhere. I almost miss the smell of smoke in places. And yeah. my brother smokes, and I know people, a lot of people in my life that smoke. And it's it's one of those things like it. You know, you shouldn't start. You shouldn't. There's a lot of stuff in life that you st- shouldn't start, but. And mm-hmm. if, you're, if you are a smoker, you should probably quit. You save a shitload of money, that's for sure. Especially yeah. today's. Thing. What is it? Cigarettes are like 50 bucks a pack at this point? <laughs> I don't know. I think they're like 15 Ten, between ten and fifteen dollars. Yeah, they taxed a lot of it. That'd be a good guess. That's funny that you bring that up, though, because I'm, I'm, I think if my parents found out I was actually just smoking cigarettes, they'd be more disappointed than if they Weed. found out I was smoking marijuana. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's like or you do what Australia does, where they put it on the cigarette pack. What it looks like yeah. on the inside when you have cancer. You know, I think that's a function of uh, universal health care. Yeah. They do the same thing in the UK. Oh, and I didn't Canada. know they did it in the UK. Yeah, because they want to they really scare people from yeah. the, well, they, what is a very expensive yeah. process of dying of cancer. There was a, a school project I did in the eighth grade where each person was given some type of side effect from smoking, <laughs> and they had to do a whole project on that. And I got lip cancer oh my God. to do a project on. There you go. And after looking at pictures of lip cancer... I am never fucking touching or looking at a cigarette in my entire fucking life. That'll scar you. I mean, I didn't even know that you could get lip cancer. Oh, from that. you don't like, you get cancer. You don't. Anything. No, I know, you but know like I just like. even. Yeah, I heard about a baseball player who used, you know, like dipping tobacco yeah. for uh, like six months and then quit, got throat cancer and died. No, yeah. six months. You never know. That's the thing. It's like you're rolling. I tried you're rolling it dice. Once when I was sixteen, because like 
these guys were like, I'm gonna dip. And I was like, yeah, I'm cool Ew. too, bro. Gross. When you dip, we dip. Yeah, when I that's dip, such a, dip I, we, I feel like that's dip, such a Texas thing. <laughs> it's so Dude, Texas. Does that thing happen, does and I tried it and just thought I was gonna vomit. No. And I was yeah, like, nope, never I had again. Never, I'd never been to a social gathering or party where I saw people dipping. Oh my God. That was once oh when God. I was, Everywhere. not once, but Everywhere. a couple times. Well, I grew up in West Texas, so yeah. it's like down. Oh, huge. So I, I drank out of a dip cup one time by accident oh, at God. Spring Break in Padre Island. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it sticks with me. <laughs> Good memory. So now you're addicted to it. Well, right? I actually had a great experience. <laughs> My first experience with uh, chewing tobacco was so horrible that it completely took away my desire to try it, mm -hmm. uh, which is my brother, when we first moved from New York to Texas, I was probably in fifth grade, he got a can of Skull, which is very fine. You put it in your lip, mm. and it's dipping tobacco, what they call, which is different than like Red Man, which is like leaves that you chew a little mm. bit. So he was like, this is chewing tobacco. And I said, great. I took about half the can. No. He took the other half, and we just literally went like this. <coughs> started oh. chewing, it then like stuck to our tongues like iron filings on a magnet, and we just started throwing up. And, you know, so it was probably one of the worst experiences of yeah. my life, and it took away any desire I had to yeah. do chewing tobacco. Yeah, I had a friend who, um, she always used to bite her nails, and it was like a horrible habit, she would do it all the time. Still and then she became vegetarian, and then she, <laughs> and she stopped. let me explain this. Meat is murder. And she started thinking, she like started mentally focusing and thinking about her fingers as little sausages. And so she would never want to bite her nails anymore because she's just like, I don't want meat. And so she would just stop biting her nails. Really? What? Yeah. Wow. That I actually was like, happened. Yeah. Wow. Um, I was very impressed. That's like a lot, a lot of people have that willpower. Yeah, I don't. So what'd your, what would your advice be? How, how am I supposed to tell I kind of like Bernie's advice of like. Always tell your parents. Just well, oh, well, yeah, I think we all agree with that. But just so you were taking the other side of like, if you're gonna do it, you're gonna do it. Like, but I would think I would think about it a little bit more. It is super fucking expensive. It sounds like, yeah. And it's also clearly weighing on this person a lot. Yeah. In terms of like, it's like yeah. what are the benefits? If it's bothering you, there's a reason it's bothering you yeah. to say something. And even like, who knows? Maybe your parents will like be very understanding and say, okay, like let's help you through this. Let's Let me you buy you a this. nicotine patch. <laughs> yeah. Or just like ha having people to support you in whatever you're trying to quit or like. Well, it's like what we were saying about resolutions. Like if you say it out loud, like I'm not drinking for this amount of time. Yeah. Or I'm not doing this. Then people hold you accountable. Or I'm trying to quit. And then people are just like, oh, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Yep. One of the follies that you can make when you're younger is you can make the assumption that you are bigger than addiction. And if you've ever had people in your life who are addicted to anything, cigarettes, alcohol, drugs, anything like that. I mean, I have people in my family, they'll, they're addicted to alcohol. They have to have alcohol. I can get blind drunk once a year, and that's it. I won't. I, I have beer at when I have a party at my house. Mm -hmm. I'll have beer yeah. that I bought for the party. It'll be there six months later. Yeah. Gus always yeah. tells a story about him opening a beer at my house. It was rusty. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I just don't have that. But I have people who are so close to me in my life that have huge struggles. It's the biggest struggle in their life is addiction. And I know it's just like some genetic flag that I just miss. Like you talked about missing people on the street. Mm -hmm. I had that same feeling about addiction that I just, I missed that addiction to alcohol that people close to me have. Addictive personality at all? I, uh, dude, I love food. And uh, Michael Jones, like when, now that Lindsay's pregnant, I ask her every day, what'd you eat today? What'd you eat? What'd you eat? <laughs> and I'll like sit here and I'll feed her chips. I'll, I'll hand her stuff. <laughs> it's like, so yeah, I, I just, I genuinely love to eat. And it's like, I do struggle, you know, with you fitness and stuff like that. That's I'm, your addiction? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I would say more than anything else. There's nothing else that like, I feel like on an ongoing basis, I have to limit my activity mm. more so than food. Mm-hmm. 
But food is awesome. Man. It is. It's, it's awesome. really awesome. You know what else is awesome? This show. Yes, show it is. is. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Yeah. Bernie, Beth, Mariel. Thank you, Bye. It's been lovely. Thanks, B. Uh, stay tuned for our post show that we have a, a special little post show just for our first members. So sign up and check it out. Well, what were you talking about? We're talking about uh, the worst first impression you've ever given someone. So mm. thanks, B. Stay tuned for that. Shit. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Cheers, everybody.